Harmony. Har. Emo. Me. Podcast with Allie and Allie. Welcome. Thank you for the exercises. It's very helpful. Good. I'm glad you liked it. So I wanted to start out this morning with (laughs) something that I had woken up to. I love it. So I was just thinking, you know, I rolled over, checked my phone, see what time it was. And, you know, I don't typically get morning texts. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when Dalton and I were still dating, I always got like a good morning, babe. But now that we're married, it's like you just roll over and... Well, I'm getting up now. <laughs> yep. you. you know? Uh-huh. Yes. So there is one special lady who usually does give me morning texts. Who's that? Joanne. Joanne? From Joanne Fabrics. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Our gal, Joe. Every other day, I get a text from Joanne early in the morning. <laughs> Today, I could save it. A- 60% off, plus an extra 20% on Easter decor. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Joanne. You've thanks, always jo- got my back. Like, you wake up and you're like, ooh, I got a text. And then it's yeah. always, like, promotion. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, good morning to you, too. Yes. These are my only friends in my late 20s. <laughs> Who texts you early in the morning? <laughs> Let us know. So it's Saturday, we're having some coffee, the mm-hmm. sun is shining. Thank goodness, I couldn't take another gloomy day. Yeah. It's been a very gloomy week. It was a gloomy week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not good. Was that this week when it was, yeah, I believe it was Monday when... It snowed? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even like snow by us, it was like ice pellets. Oh, really? Yes. like had I, snow. <laughs> you did? Mm-hmm. But it melted immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It melted pretty fast, but the roads were icy on Yikes. Monday because it was almost hail-like, yeah. like very small pieces of hail. I had to go on my lunch break, and I was going out to my car, and I'm like, Jesus, like, I feel like I'm getting <laughs> hit with a bunch of mini-sized baseballs. Like, it hurt. It hurt. So that's Northwest Indiana for you, but we're getting to spring. I think, is today the first day of spring? I believe today is the first day of spring. Um... Saturday, March, what's today, the 19th, 20th? 20th. Today is the 20th, and I believe it's the first day of spring. I don't know why it doesn't come up in my calendar. I wish you had a Surrey, because I'd be like, hey, Surrey, is today the first day of spring? Oh, wait, not Surrey, Alexa. Hey, Surrey. She's thinking. Surrey? Surrey never works right. Hey, Surrey. Hello. Surrey. Oh. I actually, I'm Surrey. Wait. Surrey? Hello? <laughs> Hello, Surrey. Are you there? She's. She says I'm here, but she's not talking. Is today the first day of spring? She just said today is Saturday, March 20th. <laughs> Good, thanks. Let's look it up. I must know. On the topic of Siri never listening, I actually saw a funny meme this week, and it was a seagull. Mm-hmm. And it was like, normal seagull, hey, Siri. And then it was like, another normal sur- Siri, or no... <laughs> Another normal seagull, and it was like, hey, sorry. And then it, like, put its head completely back and its beak completely back and its eyes turned red, and it was just like, hey, sorry. <laughs> That's it, accurate. It reminded me of little kids. Little kids when they're trying to talk to Alexa yeah. or whoever, you know. Just yelling at yes. it. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> and it's like a little girl voice, so it's like, Alexa. I'm like, <laughs> Is it the first? Yeah. Okay. So I go to Google and there's mm-hmm. a little hedgehog with a bunch of flowers. Cute. Yes. And so okay. Saturday, March 20th, spring 2021 in Northern Hemisphere begins. Yay. So, happy spring. Happy first day of spring. That will end on Sunday, June 20th. And then that will be the beginning of summer. Heck yeah. Which we have been waiting for, for what feels like forever. All right. Should we jump right in? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready to hear about what hot topic you have for me. All right. So our hot topic today is about a serial stowaway named Marilyn Hartman, who was arrested again at O'Hare Airport. I have no idea who that is and what a stowaway means. I'm like, serial stowaway? Yeah. Like serial, like killer? So this is something that she's done multiple times. Okay. So like a serial killer kills multiple times. She's a multiple stowaway at airports. Okay. Do you want to hear more about what exactly that means? I would love to. 
All right, so let's just recap a little bit. This was on March 16th, so a couple days ago. Marilyn Hartman was caught near Terminal Terminal 1 at O'Hare Airport. At the time, she was on probation, out of jail, and she had an ankle monitor. So the ankle monitor... She noticed that it, like, wasn't pinging. And so I'm not sure exactly where she was, but she was like, ooh, here's my chance. So she, like, went to the airport, and then the GPS was, like, working again. And they were like, oh, my gosh, Marilyn's at the airport again. (laughs) Like, and then so she was arrested. Wow. So this is something that Marilyn has been doing for several years. Um, How old is she? She's 69 years old currently. CBS2 did an exclusive interview with her recently. She says she's been doing this for 20 years. She's been boarding planes without a ticket, and she's done it at least 30 times. Boarding a plane without a ticket. And I don't know how you feel about, I mean, riding on a plane and just being at the airport, but, like, even though I've done it, I'd say I'm, like, a seasoned flyer. Mm -hmm. I know what to do and what not to do, what to pack, what not to pack, but... It doesn't matter how many times I've flown. When I get to the airport, my heart is like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like. 100%. Like, and there's nothing for me to worry about. I have all of my things. I have an mm-hmm. ID. I have my board. Like, I have a plane ticket. And mm-hmm. that's really all you need. I mean, you go through security. It's always the same deal. You take off your shoes. You can't wear a jacket. Like. Yes. Put all your electronics in the bin. Just make sure you don't have any drugs, which I'm not ever going to bring on a plane. Like. It's pretty... There's nothing to worry about. It's a pretty easy thing, but it's the pressure. Just the pressure. Yeah. What time is it? I must be at least an hour early for my flight. Right. You know, like, it's just stressful. It's so stressful. I actually, the last time we flew, I got yelled at by the TSA when we were in Chicago because I had my iPad and the Nintendo Switch Uh all in my purse. Oh. And so, but I put my purse in the bin. Yeah. They're like, oh, electronics in the bin. So I'm like, okay. So I put my purse in the bin and they're like, pulled it out. They're like, who does this? Who does this? And I'm like, it's mine. (laughs) And they're like, you need to take electronics out of the bag and i'm like okay okay i'm sorry like I, yeah. they weren't very clear on that but right just so you know make sure you take the electronics out of your purse and uh, put them in a separate bin <laughs> one time we were flying home from florida dalton and i had went to like a flea market and we bought one of those um himalayan salt lamps when they were mm-hmm. like really popular yes and i had a debate with my parents and my aunt about what to do with the salt lamps to bring it home and i was like i'm just gonna put it in my luggage okay because I'll just wrap it with, like, clothes around it so it doesn't break or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know how rough they are, though, with those bags? I'm like, yeah, but, like, it should be fine. Yes. Yeah. So they convinced me to take it in my carry-on. Oh, my gosh. So, so you would be I was gentle like, with it? Okay, yeah. sure. I'll take it myself. Sure enough, I get to the airport. I have this freaking thing in a box going through the scanner in my yes. bag. And I got pulled aside. They had to take the Himalayan salt lamp out of the box, and they swabbed it for, like, bomb. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and they were like, you know, next time, this is probably just something that you could put in your... And I'm like, I try to tell my mom that, but <laughs> she insisted that I bring it on the carry-on, so there was this whole deal, and the guy, yes. like, was pretty nice about it, but yeah. I, like, immediately, when they were like, ma'am, is this your bag? And I'm like, oh. No, I'm gonna get arrested. Like this is it. Like, <laughs> like someone planted something there. Right? Like, I'm going to jail forever. <laughs> my toothpaste is too big. Like, <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have brought that large dry shampoo. <laughs> Foreign liquids. I don't know what's going on. And they they swapped my camera once too. Really? Uh huh. I think coming home from Mexico, they swapped my Nikon. What? What exactly are they swap? Like, what can you fit in the camera? I don't know. It's so weird. But I guess, you know, people have probably tried anything and everything mm-hmm. before. So, anyways. They're just being safe. I'm just convinced that this lady has guts. Cause She's got balls. To be getting, trying to get on a flight through security and everything without a boarding pass. Like, you, that's, the, they make you show them that pretty much at every checkpoint. So, her, yeah, like, it's not a sophisticated what she does they have videos of her and basically she just like piggybacks behind who's ever in front of her okay and just kind of sne- and like walks and through if they say okay t- okay you know usually they're like okay there you go and she just kind of like walks off just kind of like 
around the person in front of her. Wow. Yeah. So it could be just like at that point, like the TSA person is just looking at someone else's, looking at someone else's and looks yes. at the person and says, okay, you go. And then they go, but he doesn't watch doesn't who's physically, going yeah. forward and he just moves on to the next person. Yeah. All that and becomes invisible around through. you. Wow. <clears throat> 30 times. So some of the, pl- well, there's, I have a timeline we'll, we'll go through, but just a brief overview. Mm-hmm. She's been to Philadelphia, Seattle, San Francisco, Phoenix, Atlanta. <laughs> she flew to London once, which was what? almost a $4,000 flight. <gasps> she got for free. Uh, and she said the first time that she flew was to Copenhagen in 2002. So she's flying out of the country. Yes, without a boarding pass. Does she have a passport at least? Who knows? I mean. I, I don't even know. And the second time she flew to Paris. So she's flown international oh my without having a blank ticket. Wow. So she got away with it for like 13 years. And then in the summer of 2014, she flew around California, and that's when they started to catch her. Let's talk about a timeline here. So in 2002, she flew to Copenhagen, and then I there was a big gap in time, so who knew if she was like, oh, I got away with it once, and like took a break. Mm-hmm. But the Chicago... Chicago. Chicago. The Chicago <laughs> Tribune had a really good timeline of Maryland's airport happenings. <laughs> I'm ready for it. So... At the time that she started to get caught, it was February 15th, 2014. That's my birthday. On your birthday. So she was in the San Francisco airport. Um, She had actually gotten so far that she was on a plane to Hawaii sitting, like, as the plane's about to take off. take off, yes. But she didn't have a ticket, so when the person whose seat she was in Mm -hmm. was like, yo, you're in my seat, and she couldn't couldn't say, no, actually, this is my seat, and present a ticket to him, that's when she got caught. Um, so prior to that, I don't know. She must have just gotten so lucky that she was sitting in somebody else's seat because, you know, really? people are crazy when they get on there. They absolutely, you know, this is my side seat. Get yeah. on my seat. So I mean, like, people have gotten like shot and in and, and fights and stuff. You know, you hear stories yeah. of people just going Him, crazy instead of road rage, plane rage. Yeah. <laughs> so this time she was interviewed by interviewed by police and released. Okay. Three days later, February 18th, she's at the San Francisco airport again and caught by the security gate. She's again interviewed by the police and released. They keep releasing her? Okay. Two days after that, February 20th, she's at the San Francisco airport again, now for the third time. Um, She's found at the airport with a discarded boarding pass. Okay. So she, somebody must have threw it away and she Mm -hmm. picked it out of the trash and tried to use it. So now she's arrested, court ordered that she's prohibited from being at the San Francisco airport unless she has a ticket. They're still even letting her yeah. fly? Like, <laughs> she just can't be at that airport. Okay. Like, but so, we can go to, uh, like, a month later now, it's March, police find her in the food court of the airport. <laughs> so she's violated her probation and is arrested. But, <laughs> oh, literally a week later, she's at the San Francisco airport again. And she gets caught at baggage claim and is arrested again. <laughs> okay. So now... So how many times is this now? This is... Six? Seven? One, two, three, four, five, five. Five. Okay. Within, like, a month. Okay. So now a couple months go by and it's August. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't... She was arrested. I don't know. They just let her go, go at some point, I guess. <laughs> so it's August. Now she's at LAX in, in L.A., Mm-hmm. She's on a plane. She's made it through security. She's on a plane to fly to San Jose, California, and is arrested. And she's once again just told to stay away from the airport unless she has a ticket. Like, she just keeps getting a slap on the wrist. Like, well, oh, Marilyn. <laughs> oh, it's you again, Marilyn, you just, old bag. <laughs> just get out. Why don't you just go into a nursing home already and stop getting on our flights? Yeah. Like, what if it's a full flight? Like, I just can't believe... Anyways, that she's gotten away with it? Yes, over and over and over. <laughs> okay, so she's in L.A., she gets caught. Go home, Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't come back. Three days later, she's found at LAX again, and this time she is served to six months in jail, but because of overcrowding, she's released three days later. <laughs> so she only lasted three days? Yeah. Ugh. So, a week later... <laughs> 
She makes three attempts at the Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport in Arizona. She's let go twice. The third time, she's charged with criminal trespassing and requested for a mental health evaluation. Okay. At this point, we need that. Yeah. We need that lady. Like, you were honestly just keep disobeying. Right. So. Ridiculous. Now, she gets caught in Phoenix. Some time has passed. She must get out again or whatever. She's free. Twice in Minneapolis, she's caught, and she's charged with trespassing again and taken to jail, but again, only released three days later. Like, like, and it's, I mean, I feel like at this point, she's had more, like, unsuccessful tries yeah. than successful tries, but she just keeps going, and she's like, I'll, I'll get through today. Right. I'll get through today. She preps herself up in the morning, like, I got this. Right. And I mean, what does she look like? Like a lady. She's got, like, short white hair. She's got glasses. She just looks like... Like, she's not, like, doesn't have, like, tattoos or anything. No. Like, she's not, like, super edgy. Like, she just looks like your grandma. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's probably why she doesn't really get, like, in that much trouble. I know, which is not I mean, right. I mean, she's never done anything, like... To hurt anyone. To hurt anybody. Like, she's right. just trying to be mischievous, which yeah. I appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> but then for all of us that, like, actually have to pay for a ticket. Like, right. And how is she not nervous? Yeah, okay, keep going. I'm just... Telling you all the thoughts. So, all right. So that was the last time in Minneapolis. So now a year has passed altogether from our first incident at San Francisco. It's February 8th, 2015, and she boards a plane in Minneapolis to Jacksonville, Florida, and she's caught getting on a bus. She's charged with fraud and trespassing. So somehow she gets from Florida back up north. Okay. A few months later, because in April twenty April twenty fourth, twenty fifteen, she's caught at O'Hare in Chicago, and she's charged with trespassing and is sentenced to a year of court supervision. So by the time she gets back up north and in, is in Chicago, this is when they really are like cracking down on her because you know Illinois, Cook County, they mm-hmm. they don't play no games. No. So she's in Illinois now, and this is really when they really start cracking down on this lady. So two weeks after she's caught at O'Hare. She's now court supposed to be court supervision. Okay. But she's caught at Midway and is now held at Cook County Jail with a $2,000, $2,500 bail. And the judge orders that she undergo a behavioral clinical exam. <laughs> and I guess they deem her unfit to stand trial. Wow. So that she's just released not soon after. So that's April, May, June, July. Okay, so now we're in July. Yes. Three months. Okay. She's been at O'Hare. She's been at Midway. She gets caught. She has bail. She gets out. It's July. Now she's at Midway. She boards a plane with a valid ticket this time. Okay. Good girl. But she's escorted out anyways for causing a disturbance. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she actually has her ticket to fly, and then she causes a harama anyway because for who knows what. What? Yeah. The next day, so she's got her ticket, she gets escorted. The next day, she's detained at (laughs) O'Hare, arrested, but then released to a Chicago nursing home. Oh, she (laughs) kind of feel bad for her now. Yeah. So a year goes by. This all started in 2014. Now we're February again, 2016. So something about February must be just the time for her to be like, like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she's in Chicago, like, that's the time to go. Um, Get the heck out of here. So we're two whole years in now. She's caught again at O'Hare in Chicago. She's held this time at $100,000 bail and pleads guilty and is sent to a mental health facility. So she spends some time there. Um, things must go okay for her. But two years later, so we're in 2018 now, <laughs> she tries three airports. And then in October 2019, she's held without bail in Chicago. Oh. So she just spends some time in Chicago of 2016. Two years go by. It's 2018. She goes back to the airport. Doesn't work out for her. And then by October 2019, they've just like... They've had it? They've had enough. They've had enough. They're like, okay, we're so sick of... This happening over and over and over, right. no matter what we do. Like, what are we going to do with this woman? And how are, how is she even getting out of the mental health facility? I don't know. Oh, boy. I mean, probably the same way she's boarding planes, like a little sneaky snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little lady. <laughs> Fast forward to last week. Okay. March 16, 2021. March 16th. Where she's caught at O'Hare again. <laughs> oh, it never ends. With her ankle bracelet. Madeline. So she was like... 
at a mental health facility. She must have been, like, they put her on probation. Mm -hmm. She had an ankle monitor. For whatever reason, she just was like, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going for it. Even though I have this ankle monitor on that will have my exact location. So that's the timeline of Marilyn's escapades around airports, but... I just can't even imagine t- attempting. No. And she just, I don't know. Sometimes she makes it all the way to on the plane. I know. And, like, they check your boarding pass when you are going to walk through the thing. Exactly. The little tunnel thing. So, yeah, it's not even just like, oh, once you get through security, you're yeah. good. You're not. No, you still have to board the plane. And, like, so what, like, when they say, like, boarding category A, yeah. like, B, C, which one does she go on? She probably, I bet you she goes on with, like, the women and children. Yeah. And then I was wondering, too, like, I wonder what company she always, like, flies with. Like, does she have a specific, like... One. Yeah, because you would think Southwest would be the easiest. Yeah. Really, because no, you're not assigned seats. Right. Yeah. Me. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I just wonder how she picks her flights, too. Like, is there a reason she's going to her destination? Right. So many questions. So, oh, Marilyn. That's crazy. Yeah, so in the interview from CBS2, I guess they said that she has been diagnosed bipolar. And when they asked her what her reason was for all of this, I think because of that diagnosis, sometimes she just feels, she said, a sense of fight or flight. Okay. And then she's like, literally, I get a sense of <laughs> fight or flight. And I have to get on a plane. Like, I have to literally fly. Like, wow. Get. I I have to fly. I have to get out of here. I have to fly away. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe she just has, like, a sense of, like, pure panic then. And, like, needs to evacuate wherever she is. Like. Wow. Yeah. Like, you know how sometimes when you get that feeling of, like, you just need to drive around to, yes. like, release yes. her, your mind. <laughs> her, like, version of that is trying to get on a plane without wow. a ticket. Wow. <laughs> so there we have it. Marilyn Hartman, rush. the serial stowaway. Amazing. Yeah. Props to you, Marilyn. I wonder if she has to repay, like, the airlines for... <laughs> Her ticket. If she doesn't have one, so like when she gets caught, mm-hmm. are they like you have to pay a restitution of this amount? I don't know to the airline. It you doesn't know? really seem like she's. I mean, she's been like in and out of jail, but um. Wow. So now it just says after this last incident at O'Hare, she's been held with a hundred thousand dollar bail again. The arrest comes two weeks after a court hearing in which Hartman's attorneys and prosecutors said that they had reached a plea deal. On our pending case with 18 months of probation plus court-ordered mental health treatment. So I think they're just kind of like, this little lady is not really harming anybody. Mm -hmm. She has, you know, mental Something's going on up there. So they're at this point, I feel like they're trying to help her. Yes. They're just like, you know... This is kind of an inconvenience for us. Right. So, like, we need to do something about it. But at the same uh-huh. time, like, how do we help you from doing this? Right. You know? Yeah. Ugh. And it was funny, the one, because there's several, um, like, news, you know, things Articles, of it over. Yeah. And so yeah. this last one, you know, the people, the worker people at O'Hare, I'm sure they have, like, a... Like, picture of a her. picture of her, like... <laughs> and so you can hear the one guy on the radio be like... Uh, I think I'm going to have a Marilyn Hartman spotting. <laughs> like, she's been spotted at Terminal 1. Like, so, and the other oh guy's like, gosh. what? No way. Like, Marilyn again? Yeah, like, they're almost, like, excited to be like, yeah, caught her, got her. Oh, my gosh. And they always say she's just so friendly, always is cooperative. Yeah. Like, Aww. she's like, oops, got caught. Sorry, guys. Just yeah. <laughs> thought I'd give it another try. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like a where's Waldo. Like, I wonder where's if Marilyn? the airport workers are just like, where's Marilyn? Where's Marilyn? <laughs> is, she like, gonna be, is Marilyn going to be out here today? Right? Oh, my gosh. We're going to spot her at the food court? <sighs> so many questions. Like, does she have a carry-on? Because she can't check any bags. Right. So she must just have a bit, like, a bag with yeah. her. And then once she gets to her destination, like, what does she do? I don't know. There was not a lot about, I couldn't find a lot about, like, Marilyn's family. Okay. Um, some articles did say that she has been reported um, homeless. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of just a gyps, like, yeah. gypsy lifestyle. Wow. In and out of Airports, airports and pretty crazy. 
I just don't. It kind of makes me want to try it because I'm like, okay, if she can get away with it, I can get away with it. Do you want to see a picture of Marilyn? I do. I actually, I I might have looked up. Did you the link? And so I already have a picture of her in my mind. She's got white. She looks like Mrs. Latta. Kinda, yeah. If any of my Porter Lakes people are listening, she looks like Mrs. Latta. Like literally, white hair. <laughs> She's got white blondish hair with bangs. It's short. A little under the ears. And she wears... I like the one with the glasses. Oh, yeah. She wears the glasses. Like, she looks like Mrs. Savek and Mrs. Latta yeah. warped into one. Exactly. Like, definitely a library lady. Yes. And does she always wear blue? Hmm. I noticed in her photos it looked like she was always wearing this, like, periwinkle blue. <laughs> this is one with, like, a a jail-supplied outfit, but... She's, she's just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, dang. They call me again. Yep. I love it. I just get a fire flight, baby. Fight or board a flight. Flight or board a flight. All right. Okay. So we just talked about Marilyn Hartman, the serial stowaway who aboards planes without a ticket. Yes. Well, when you told me you were doing this story, the first song that came to my mind is probably... The song that you were also going to think that I would pick. <laughs> okay, so I kind of already have a deal idea of what song you're going to pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I originally thought you were going to going to pick Airplanes, Ooh, Haley Williams, and that would have been a good B.O.B. One. Yep. But then I was like, well, maybe she won't pick that because that was more of like a radio hit, mm-hmm. not necessarily. Even though Haley's on it, yes. Will you pretend that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now. Wish right now. Wish right now. That's probably what Marilyn's thinking. Like, I could use a wish right now. I wish no one would catch me trying to get on this flight. Oh. Well, the first song that came to my mind okay. was this lovely hit by Cobra Starship yes. called Bring It, <laughs> yeah. Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. So I remember this song very, very much because Allison and I went to disc replay probably <laughs> when we were, what, 15, 16? 16. And we saw a CD that caught our eye, and it was... The soundtrack to Snakes, Snakes on, on a Plane. Plane. And surprisingly, I have not seen the movie Snakes on a Plane, but I was actually talking with Anthony about it last night. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know what? I actually went to a screening for Snakes on a Plane. What? Yes. At the old Portage, before there was the Portage IMAX. Uh-huh. It was like the Portage 9. Okay. And... I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, my one friend, he was really into movies like that back then because it was yeah. kind of like a, you know, a cult type of movie. Absolutely. And, you know, if you don't know, it features Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. And basically the whole film, in a nutshell, is them on a plane with snakes. Yeah. And so he said, you know, during the movie that they actually handed everyone like rubber snakes. Oh my gosh, stop. Yes. And so like, and they told them like, anytime you see snakes, like throw the rubber snakes. So like, imagine (laughs) if you're sitting in the movie theater and all of a sudden you get like a rubber snake, like (laughs) flown at you, you know? Yeah. That's so awesome. So that was neat. And then I think they did like a Q and A even at the end of the film. Okay. So I thought that was super neat, but the soundtrack, it has... It's stacked. Yes. It has tons of great emo bands and emo songs, and just to name a few, The Academy Is, Panic at the Disco, All-American Rejects, The Hush Sound, Jack's Mannequin... Coheed and Cambria. There's also Armor for Sleep, The Sounds, The Bronx, and CeeLo Green. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes. And the Coheed song, I also thought of mm-hmm. because of the soundtrack. Yes. Because it's all, it's like an acoustic um, mm-hmm. of that one song about being on an airplane. Yes. Yes. It's really good. Absolutely. So this song, Bring It, in, in parentheses, it says Snakes on a Plane. It was released in 2006, and it was the debut single for the band Cobra Starship. Um, Now, Cobra Starship, they have quite a few good songs, Mm -hmm. 
they were definitely not 100% like emo, but mm-hmm. they were definitely like, you know, dance music mixed with emo. And they were associated with a bunch of different bands that were emo bands. Yeah. So this song was actually at the end of Snakes on a Plane mm-hmm. during the credit scene. Yeah, they play the video. Yes. The music video. So the music video is super cool. Yeah. It, it features like a whole bunch of different people from that scene. Mm-hmm. So they're in the video. They're actually walking through the Honolulu International Airport acting as if they were villains hired by Eddie Kim, which is the antagonist on the movie. And they're sneaking snakes on board in their suitcase <laughs> and guitar case. And they're like, Marilyn, come help us out. You can Show get us th- your tips and tricks. Right. Like, you, you know, you know how to get through here. We need to get these snakes on here. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, the video shows Travi McCoy from Gym Class Heroes um, Maya Iverson of The Sounds, Gabe Saporta from, he's the lead singer of Cobra Starship. Okay. Um, and what's his name? Um, William Beckett of The Academy Is, which these, all of these people are in the song. Okay. They have little choruses or, you know, in the song. Yeah. So the song was actually written specifically for the film, which it's funny because you it, this was their first song to come out. So everyone's thinking like, oh, Cobra Starship, like Cobra, which is a snake, uh-huh. like Starship, like a plane. plane. They're okay. like, is this even a real band? Right. Or was it just a bunch of people thrown together? Um, so, I mean, that was their first song coming out. So no one really knew what they were Specifically for about. the movie. Yes. Okay. So, anyways, back to the music video. Um, in you know, they're in the airport, and they were able to pass through a security. Iverson, which is the girl, distracts the airport worker by taking off her jacket, and then Pete Wentz, a follow-up boy, makes a cameo appearance. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> talking on the payphone nervously as the band, band members pass ominously. <laughs> That's <laughs> parallel so perfect with the hot topic. I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. So then there's also Samuel L. Jackson, who is in Snakes on a Plane. Oh my He's gosh, the yes. main protagonist of the movie. He makes a cameo appearance. Appearance? <laughs> Appearance, lowering his shades and eyeing the band members as they pass, unaware of the true contents inside their cases before returning to his 100 Bullets comic. If you watch the music video, Samuel L. Jackson is wearing the unofficial Snakes on a Plane t-shirt um, designed by this Jeffrey Rowland. Okay. And, and on the t-shirt, it has snakes flying a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love it. (laughs) Love it. So the video, you know, that's mainly the video and they're Mm -hmm. all singing, jamming out to the song. Yeah. And the video ends with a sign for South Pacific Airlines flight one to one as the band boards the plane. The same flight as in the film. Nice. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little more about the band. Okay. Cobra Starship. Cobra Starship. They were formed in 05 after... Midtown bassist Gabe Saporta took a trip to the deserts of Arizona. Okay. So here, let's rewind. Midtown was the first band that he was in. Okay. Not many people know about it, but it mm-hmm. was definitely more of an emo band. Like, they played in, you know, armories and VFWs growing up in New York. All that good stuff. Okay. Yes. So the now vocalist Gabe Saporta took a trip to the desert. He was going on a vision quest. Oh, Okay. Spending time with Native American tribes and smoking peyote. Oh, interesting. Yes. So while he was on this spiritual quest, spiritual quest, he spent days and nights pondering his life. Um, I actually found this information from allmusic.com. Okay. I don't know if it's 100% truth, but if it is, I love it. And if not, it's hilarious. So I just would like to read this to you. All right. Mysterious lights constantly plaguing the nighttime sky above him. One distinct night, the lights became so mesmerizing that Gabe became catonic and started levitating into the air. What? A snake suddenly came out of nowhere, bit his neck, and he awoke to to find a talking cobra from the future nursing his wounds. Oh my god, stop! Yes! (laughs) Yes! A talking cobra! A talking cobra. Let's just let's just ponder on that for a second. 
You're in the desert. That's my snake noise. It's like in Jungle Book. Leathery snake. Let me nurse your wounds. Let me nurse those wounds. Yeah. That is exactly how a cobra voice would sound. Hundred percent. Let me heal your wounds. Let me slurp up that blood that's from my venom. And that's real by real in your mind. <laughs> Why won't this plug in? Damn it. Okay. So many chords. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Why? I mean, we're in freaking 2021. Do it's away a, with the chords already. It's a chord catastrophe up in here. It's a chord catastrophe. That is it. I've had it. With the snakes on this plane. Mm-hmm. It's classic. And that's how the CD starts out, too. Yeah. And I know I hadn't seen it either until recently, and I just remember thinking part of the movie, you know, it's just so unrealistic, but like, (laughs) there's an upstairs on the plane. Okay. An upstairs on the plane? Yes. There's like a staircase, and there's an upstairs on the plane where there's like a bar. What? It's real fancy. Okay. And so, for whatever reason, I don't remember, Samuel L. Jackson's character is up there with this, uh, like, younger kid who was maybe, like, hired to help him do something. Now, I don't really remember. Okay. And then when the snakes start coming out of the cargo, they're on, like, the bottom part of the plane where all the normal civilians yes. are. Yes. And they're like, oh, we gotta help them, blah, blah, blah. And, like, what they do, like, is constantly they're trying to like stack suitcases in the middle of the aisle, which is what? like, but somehow magically that keeps the snakes from like you know it gives them through. it gives the people time to like yes. escape a to like bit. think about what or, they're gonna do yes. and it's like that is so unrealistic no. like suitcases are not gonna stop the snakes no. from going out of the seats because yeah and even if there's yeah little crap or knocking down sliver through the suitcases also nothing's going to stop Marilyn. <laughs> Nothing. No. Not even snakes on a plane. Not even snakes on a plane. All right. So there was a talking cobra from the future. Oh. Nursing his wounds. Okay. So this cobra went on to explain the end of the world, no salvation for anyone, and disclosed Gabe's purpose in life, which was to ensure that mankind went out in style. That's all he had to say? (laughs) Yes. As the Cobra revealed, Gabe must complete this by teaching hipsters to not take themselves so seriously. Who wrote this article? (laughs) And telling emo kids to stop being pussies. Shut up, is that what it says for real? What if this was true? And the snake literally just said that, like, in quotes. Right? Like... Make sure the emails, the emo kids, stop being pussies. Teach the hip to, to not take themselves so seriously, and telling emo kids to stop being the <laughs> So this Gabe, is outrageous. Gabe, okay. he was like, "I'm going back to New York, and I'm starting Cobra Starship." So his translation of that was, "I needed to start a band." Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Now you're wondering, okay, well, did Cobra Starship, was that just based on their first debut single? Right, right, right. No. Supporta, Gabe, got the name from two vintage jackets he owned. One said Cobra on the back, and the other said Starship Disco. He combined them to make Cobra Starship. Aw, he should have named it Cobra Starship Disco. Right? (laughs) But no, there's already coming up Panic at the Disco. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is how Cobra Starship came about. So it first started out as like a solo thing. So when he actually made that song, Mm -hmm. Bring It, for the movie, it was just him. And then he like, you know, got other people to join join in on him. Got it. So I wonder sh- how that worked, like, the movie producers. I wonder if they send out a thing, like, to new bands, like, hey, yeah. do you want to produce a song? And, like, so many bands probably send in, like, a sample. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's how that worked. I don't know. Probably, honestly. But then I was thinking I couldn't really find much information about, okay, here's this movie. It's an action kind of action comedy. Like, yeah. how do all of these emo bands end up being on the soundtrack? I don't know. Like, I guess I w- it was just a product of the time. Sure. Or, like, whoever the producer of that movie was, maybe that's what they were into. Yeah. Could be. I don't know how that works. Could I'm not be. in the movie industry. No. <laughs> or music industry, for that matter. But all of these bands 
pretty much, you know, they had a connection. Sure. To each other, and also a big connection to Fall Out Boy. They were in the so, same scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Fall Out Boy, they they were kind of almost like the pioneers mm-hmm. of emo in a way, like pop punk emo. Like sure, because you know as they started to gain fame, there was you know both Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump were very I don't know motivated. Like they were always doing something. Mm-hmm. They were always just trying to be the best, which goes back to like the same scene. scene. It's, it's an, an arms race. race. Yeah. So you know like. It's it's not a scene like everyone's competing with each other, which really that's what it is. But they also wanted to help people on their journey to fame, essentially. Okay. So for Cobra Starship, they eventually signed to Decadence Records, the label of his good friend and Fall Out Boy's bassist, Pete Wentz. What? Yes. So... There was Fueled by Ramen, uh-huh. and then there was Decadence Records, which was formed by Pete Wentz. Pete Wentz? Yes. And I'm trying, I was trying to find more information on all of that, but maybe it will feature it in another episode. Okay. Because I'd like to go into Fueled by Ramen as a whole. Sure, and yeah. Decadence Records and just see what everyone's doing. So we'll talk about that possibly. I like that. In another episode. Yeah. Because I'd like to hear more about it. But at the time, Gwen Stefani's Hollaback Girl was popular. So, um, Hollaback Girl. Hollaback Girl. So that was a popular song at the time, though. Uh-huh. You know, few times I've been around that track, so it's gonna happen like that. Because it ain't no Hollaback Girl. And also, MySpace was popular. So, Gabe Saporta actually posted a parody response to Hollaback Girl, and it was called Hollaback Boy, and he posted it on MySpace. His notoriety on the internet became, you know, more, you know, he was being noticed. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that's eventually when he signed to the label. And then the band gained five members, um, one of them being a female member. So, uh, like, most of the songs, when you hear a woman singing, it's Mm -hmm. actually a member of the band, which is nice because you don't really get many emo bands or just Mm -hmm. many bands in general that have a woman in their band, too. Right. So that was neat. Uh, They made four albums. Their first one, While the City Sleeps, We Rule the Streets in 06, Viva La Cobra in 07, Hot Mess in 09, Nightshades in 2011. Now, they do have some pretty popular jams. They were, I remember hearing them on the radio from time to time. Definitely the Good Girls Go Bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was them. The Good Girls Go Bad. And in that music video, they have. What's her name? That girl from Gossip Girl. Yes. Le- Leighton Meester? Mester? Leighton Mester? Yeah, she, she was... What's her name in the in the in show? Gossip Girl. Um, there was... I can't remember. Chuck? Uh, I remember Chuck. What's Chuck, Blake... Blake Shelton. Not Blake Shelton. <laughs> Blake Shelton. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. What's her character's name? I can't remember. I can't oh remember. Oh my gosh. What are their, what are their names? Crazy. I need to look it up. I need to look it up. Gossip Girl. I think it starts with a B. Chuck and... Yep, you're right. Blair Waldo. Blair. The Queen Bee. She's in that Good Girls Go Bad music video. Yes, she is, and she sings it. She She sings sings that that part. part. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yes. So they have that song. They have the You Make Me Feel, which is the... You make me feel la, 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 la. Oh, that was really popular on the radio. La, 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 la. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that's, LMFAO in that? No. I don't know why I thought. It says featuring S-A-B-I. Sabby? I think she sings in that one, maybe? Okay. I don't know. Then they have Hot Mess, Guilty mm-hmm. Pleasure, The City is at War. Oh, that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Never Been in Love. Then they also have this song, which I, like, recently discovered it, and okay. I didn't even know, but it features Mac Miller. Really? Yes. They did a song with Mac Miller. It's called Middle Finger. Huh. Which, what I was saying earlier, was that (laughs) Cobra Starship songs, they, like, bring me back to that time when a lot of music sounded like that. Mm -hmm. It was upbeat. It wasn't, like, depressing. It wasn't, like, dubstep techno. Like, it was just upbeat. Mm -hmm. It didn't have to have, like, a heavy bass. Right. It was just upbeat music, like Kesha, some other bands that I remind me of that same type of genre. Would be Academy is. Okay, yep. Somewhat. 
Cute is all we aim for. Mm-hmm. Hello, goodbye. Oh, yeah. Hey, Monday, which I didn't really listen to them in tongue. Metro Station. Yep. Metro Station for sure. For they sure. actually toured together at some point when I was reading all of their biography. Boys Like Girls, which we discussed. Yeah, they were, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forever the Sickest Kids. Yeah, these are all bands that were, like, categorized still in, like, the emo world. Pop. Yeah. But, like, didn't have that, like you said, depressing sound, like The Used or My Chem. Yes. Like, they were, they were more poppy. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that worked. I don't know. Just probably the people they knew. Yes. Because then there's the main cartel. Yeah. We the Kings, which I used to jam out to We the Kings all the time. 303. Oh, yeah. Mayday Parade and All Time Low. Allie's, me, Allie's doing the 303 303. sign with her fingers. There's actually, 303 has been releasing some new songs. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, Cobra Starship has quite a pretty good record, but unfortunately they announced their disbandment in November 2015. Gabe Saporta announced that he would no longer be performing or putting out new music. Mm. He instead decided he instead decided to start a talent management firm. It's called the Artist Group, and there's really I looked them up. Not much coming from it, but. He wants to work behind the scenes and help younger artists see their dreams come true. So he kind of feels like, you know, I had my time. Um, they might come back. I have a weird sense that, like, they're going to come back. Because remember Fall Out Boy took a little siesta? Yeah. Yeah, like, everyone needs their time to do their thing. Sure. And, I mean, maybe we'll come back with new music. I yeah. feel like now would be a good time. Perfect Cobra time. Starship, baby. Yeah. Do you want to do a little bit of lyric? Yes, I would love to do lyric Falooza right. for this song. All right, here we go. <laughs> Ellie's nodding her head, <laughs> singing this tune t- yeah. to herself while she prepares lyrics for me. Lyric Palooza. Are you ready for it? Hit me, baby, one more time. All right, hold on. I gotta get into snakes on a plane mode here. How does the song start? Can you just remember? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make it an easy. Okay. Easy, because I don't. I wouldn't know. Deep the deep yes. lyrics. Yes. But, okay. We're gonna do the chorus. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So kiss me goodbye. Da 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 da. So kiss me goodbye. In da, the da, event da, da, that we don't make da, it out alive. Da, da, da. Okay, wait, start over. So I'm gonna do <laughs> you're getting too excited. <laughs> you're gonna have to do two Woo! two, okay? Okay. It's okay. a twofer. Okay. So kiss me goodbye. Dun 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 dun. So kiss me goodbye. Dun 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 dun. Goodbye. Can you do it? Can she do it? Can you just read like the first two words of the second part? Yes. After the first kiss me goodbye. Okay. So kiss me goodbye, honey. You had you had you were good the first time, honey. Something to make it out alive. Yes. I'm honey. I'm. Make it out alive. Trying to make it out alive? Nope. Nope. Honey, Honey I'm... Make it out. out alive. Nope. Nope. All right. So let's do the second part. So okay. kiss me goodbye. I can... Jeez, I really thought I knew this. <laughs> so kiss me goodbye. Honey, I'm gonna make it out alive. So kiss me goodbye. I and can see the glitter in your eyes. <laughs> Glimmer? What do snakes have? <laughs> venom. They, yes. I can see the venom in your eyes. Yes. And they're, okay, yes. So so kiss me goodbye. Honey, I'm, I'm going to make, make it, it out alive. alive. So, so kiss, kiss me goodbye. I can, I can see, see the, the venom in their eyes. Yes. Oh, wow. Goodbye. Wait, there's no line that says, in the event I'm going to make it out alive? That just must be the honey I'm going to make it out alive. Mm-hmm. There's no in the event. Okay. But very... I was adding my own words. Good. 
the songs are gonna start making more sense. I know. <laughs> Not just random words. And we'll just know random trivia knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> we should start our own board game. Ooh. Har Emoni trivia. That'd be fun. I love this idea. Yes. Oh, we totally should. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed our <laughs> our planes, airplanes. <laughs> Cause Marilyn be a sneaky snake. <laughs> <laughs> This is probably going to sound dirty. <laughs> it's the ASMR for snakes. ASMR for snakes. ASMR for snakes. ASMR. That's when you fake tell somebody a secret. Yeah. Or you're telling them healing their wounds. <laughs> Anyways, okay. we hope that Cobra Starship comes back one yeah, day. Same. I actually remember I had a Cobra Starship shirt. Cobra Starship shirt. <laughs> and it had a snake on it. And it was really like highlighter colors. Oh, you yeah. Because everyone during that time had high, like it was all very neon. vibrant yeah. neon letters just across our shirt. And it was one of my very favorite shirts. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Ding. 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 Please fasten your seatbelts as this day is about to get some turbulence. Please put your baggage under the seat in front of you and stow away your tray tables. Look to your right and left and become familiar with your surroundings. In the event that the oxygen masks fall from above you, be sure please to put your own oxygen mask on before helping others. Like she's a stewardess telling people the emergency exit is located yes. over here. There is a bathroom located at the front of the plane and at the back of the plane. Your life vest will drop from above. Make sure you put it around your neck and pull the string. There know. are lights on the floor to help guide You've been you. On more to planes than I have. The emergency exit is located in the middle of the plane, on the left and on the right. Please keep your seatbelts fastened at all times. Mm-hmm. That the button is blinking. I don't even know. <laughs> There's no smoking on this flight. Yeah. Do not tamper with the fire alarms in the bathroom. You will be prosecuted. Oh, man. This is your captain speaking. We have reached elevation, let's just say 3,000 feet in the air. We'll be flying smoothly on our way to Honolulu, Honolulu, Hawaii. Marilyn Hartman, if you've made it onto this plane, (laughs) congratulations, lady. You all may turn on your devices now and turn off airplane mode. Please do not use the restrooms while the seatbelt sign is lit. We will be bringing around peanuts and water. Please keep your mask on for the duration of this flight unless you are eating or drinking. Our flight to St. Patty's Day celebrations is about to take off. We will land at approximately 1 o'clock. Please like and subscribe and rate and follow Follow us on Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes podcasts. You can also email us at H-A-R-E-M-O-N-Y podcast at gmail.com. We love you. Cheers. Cheers. And goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Marilyn. Oh, Marilyn.